Straight out of Nashville Here's your next big star He don't write the songs he sings But he knows the words by heart Wears a cowboy hat And some tight blue jeans And he struts around the stage Like he's the coolest thing you've ever seen Howdy there I'm Matt McKinley And we're burning daylight Good morning Beautiful people Actually, I don't know if you're beautiful. I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I'm just that type of guy. But it is a lovely, cool morning today. A little bit chilly. And it's going to be jungle balls hot this afternoon. So I'm going to wear my vest roughly 13 minutes this morning before the sun pops up over the hills and uh, and then it's gonna try its dampest to fry us to death. So that's what I got going for me today. Uh, still getting a lot of good reviews, a lot of good feedback and uh, this thing's starting to take off. We're getting pretty close to a thousand listens altogether. Should hit that today, I would imagine. And that's just incredible. Been at it a week, just over a week, and uh, almost a thousand total plays. So I'm kind of proud of that. So thank you guys. Appreciate everything you've done. I don't really have anything particular in mind to talk about today, no specific topic, so I'm just going to ramble a little bit. Um, my wife had mentioned this last night, and we got the meme on the, the Facebook page about uh, how down the Old Town Road is a mountain, and over that mountain's a valley, and in that valley you can go fuck yourself. And I thought it was pretty funny. My my cousin posted it for me, and uh, and it, it, it's a pretty funny meme. And uh, for those of you who don't know me personally, I am kind of a, a country music purist. And a couple years ago, this song would have drove me absolutely batshit insane. That. <laughs> this little Nas X fella and uh, and Billy Ray, oh Billy Ray Cyrus, what a fucking douche! But <laughs> anyway, that it would have really drilled me nuts. This would have been top in the country charts. But I look at it today, and I look at some of the other shit that topped the charts. Uh, Luke Bryan. Uh, just an idiot. Uh, Florida Georgia Line. Uh, Jason Aldean. And, and then I looked at this little Nas X. I, it was more of a just a mainstream hip-hop song that mentioned some cowboy shit. So good on him. And if he gets to ride a little wave of uh, popularity, even better. But I just look at it and... It is not any worse than 
some of the shit that's been put out on country radio by supposed country artists in the last, you know, 20 years, and uh, especially the last couple with this bro, like, country rap nonsense that's been going on. Uh, yeah, I, I think his stuff is actually better than some of the shit that's been played, so... I really don't have that high of an opinion on it, so, like I said, for those of you who know me personally, that might be a little bit of a shocker, but, eh, I don't really care. Country music's been dead for a while, so, real, actual country music is, has been dead, long dead, so, eh, whatever, go get your money, kid. That's what we're all trying to do, so, have at it. One of the reasons I love memes on uh, on Facebook. Uh, as you may have noticed, I, I share a lot of them, but it really gets under the skin of some of my, my more left-wing friends, and I like I know they're, they're really kind of irritated when I post them, and I can't help but, like, right as I'm hitting post, I'm, like, giggling to myself like a little idiot. Because <laughs> I know that there's about three or four people that just their hackles are going to go up. And, and, and for whatever reason, it's kind of, might be kind of sick and twisted. But that just gives me a little bit of a, a little bit of thrill. And I, uh, I love it. It, it just, it's funnier than hell to me. So, uh just know that if uh, if you are like taken aback by any of any of the stuff I posted and uh, and you're getting your keyboard fingers warmed up to, to type a fiery response uh, I'm already laughing at you so just uh, just a heads up I, I imagine that if uh, if you're listening to this show you're not really offended by a whole lot so that, that's probably a good thing. But if you are, just know I'm, I'm laughing. And I'm not laughing with you. I am 100% laughing at you. Do you ever... Do you ever have a time, like... Take any topic that you can think of where you just have zero opinion at all. You're just 100% neutral on this particular topic and then you meet somebody who is well versed in that topic and is enthusiastic and passionate about it and uh, so much so that it becomes annoying and then it eventually grates on your soul to where you just have an undying hatred for said subject that you once had zero opinion on at all let me tell you about my Jew buddy Rob Rob is from Chicago this really has nothing to do with him being a Jew I promise I just it's just one of those things we, we always we always attribute to him because it's true so anyway Rob is from Chicago, or uh, a north suburb of Chicago. And 
Rob loves him some Chicago sports teams. Cubs and the Bears. And both teams, before I met him, I could have cared less. I'm a Broncos fan, and I uh, am typically kind of an AFC homer. Uh, baseball, same way. I'm Colorado Rockies fans, fan, typically a National League guy, but there's a few teams on the National League I like, and uh, so therefore, that's that was kind of my my thoughts on the Bears. I'd just be like, well, eh, they were. They had a good defense in 85, and it's about all I can say about them. I like Brian Erlacher. And then, uh, so, I got that, and then in walks Rob, and uh, he starts harping on some Chicago sports, and uh, which is all well and good. We, we've got our own teams. And then, I'm not sure if it was so much Rob in the beginning as much as it was he doubled down so hard on everything with our buddy Aaron because those two would just get into hours long arguments over fucking nothing really I mean really just nothing and they would they would get to arguing about the Cubs versus whoever and Rob always had some just asinine reason why the <laughs> the Cubs were better than whatever other team, and and it very rarely made sense to anybody besides Rob. But he, uh, because of him, I now have a a deep seated hatred for all things Chicago sports. <laughs> So, a couple of the of other funny facts about Rob, just to enhance the visual for you, so you can get try try to get as much of the full effect as I can I can get. So Rob has an oversized head. I mean that dome, like it rivals the Superdome down in New Orleans. I he he's got to be like an eight or better on his hat size. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a massive, massive dome piece, and he's he's got the not not a, a real thick Midwest accent, Chicago, but he's got a little bit of it, and he's Jewish, so he kind of kind of talks fast like like the Jew the Jewish guys typically do, kind of think Ben Shapiro or somebody like that, how he's, he talks really fast and uh, he gets the point across and. And, then, and Rob really has those almost exact same mannerisms, except they're more exaggerated with a, a Midwest accent. And uh, and that that is really the first time that comparison has popped into my mind that Rob and Ben Shapiro have the same like cadence, huh? I, that might be the first time I've. Uh, I've noticed Rob having anything in common with another Jew. So, anyway, we, we, we'd call him Pac-Man because he'd when he would get frustrated in an argument, he'd just be like, ah, 
and it just kind of like sounded like the old uh, Pac-Man game, you know, dip, 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 dip. and uh, that or Mars Attacks. Uh, so that that's kind of my buddy Rob. So now that you've heard that, you will never be able to take him seriously in any argument that you or any conversation really that you ever have with him. And Rob, Rob is a very smart individual. He actually is a lawyer. And, uh, <laughs> but now, uh, he's, sorry, Rob, you've, you've lost all street cred with all my listeners, I'm sure. But, <laughs> so then, then you'd have Aaron, who's just like the big angry Irishman with, uh, with the bald head and the red beard. And, uh, and he's yelling like you would expect an Irishman to yell. And uh, and then Rob just Pac-Man in a way of a gap 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 gap, <laughs> and and it was always over Chicago sports in one way or another, and uh, and th- these arguments continue to this day. <laughs> that that was kind of what sparked my uh, my hatred for uh, for Chicago sports <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Rob, I love you to death. He cracked me up to no end. And, uh, and if anybody's thinking I'm going too hard on Rob, I, Rob is one of my best friends. I was in, <coughs> I was in his wedding as a groomsman. He gave a speech at mine. Like, we, we're, we're good. <coughs> I love that guy to death. We just, he is a, for whatever reason about his personality, it just gives, he has a giant target on him. Is it just please give me shit at all times and that people take it to heart or at least I did today's show is brought to you once again by the D-Bags don't be a gunsel and um, I've had a few comments on what a gunsel is and uh, typically a gunsel is kind of Kind of described as somebody who looks like a cowboy, dresses like a cowboy, but overall don't know what the fuck they're doing, and uh, and they're pretty prevalent anywhere you go, and some people have different names for them depending on what line of work you're in, but for us in the cowboy world, we call them a gunsel. But anyway, Don't Be a Gunsel is it's a website started to uh, started with the working cowboy with who has a sense of humor in mind and they also have line of merch that you can buy uh they got some hats and some stickers and uh, a coffee mug uh you can find them at don't be a gunsel on instagram and facebook and uh if you go buy any of their merch make sure you use the promo code burning daylight and get 10 percent off it'll help them out that'll help me out and you get some cool shit for a little bit cheaper and their prices are already pretty cheap, so go, I'll go check them out, support them, and uh, use the burning, uh, burning daylight promo code B U R N I N D A Y L I G H T. I uh, I spelled the uh, daylight wrong yesterday because uh, I'm a fucking hand, that's why. But anyway, go check them out. Don't be a gunsel. I'm riding little Maggie today. I believe I have been feeding her 
far too many oats because she is feeling good. Better than she should be. She is uh, a little froggy. She actually tried to buck with me. That might be the first time she's actually actually legit tried to to buck when I was under saddle. But she is she is feeling good. It was kind of cool this morning, and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's kind of been a little bit of a handful. We've had some uh, we've had a little bit of, little bit of uh, back and forth here this morning, but. She's getting pretty lathered up, and I think she'll settle down here in a minute. I think. Who knows? These young horses always gotta... They gotta try you a little bit, it seems like. But, she's doing alright. I was, uh... Thinking to myself the other day. And since I didn't record it then like I should've, I'm gonna do it now. I love the show King of the Hill. I... I watched it a ton in high school and college and I always uh, I always thought I was kind of like a Hank Hill I kind of a family man uh, manly man I thought and uh, and the more I watched I realized Hank Hill has no sense of humor so I'm not I'm not really a Hank Hill type uh, in fact the more I thought about it I was like, I am way more like Dale Gribble. I am 100% entertained by conspiracy theories. And, uh, and I'm willing to entertain at least the premise of most of them. Doesn't mean I agree with them, but I will entertain the thought. Which I think is, uh, I think everybody should at least entertain some of these these conspiracy theories because if you look back through history federal government does not have a great track record of being real honest so to, to just write off some of them I uh, <laughs> I don't think is wise I don't think you have to to dive head first into every one of them either but it doesn't hurt to entertain the idea of some of these these conspiracy theories and uh so i don't know if i'm quite quite as squirrely as dale gribble and i don't smoke cigarettes so uh there's that but i do wear sunglasses most of the time and a ball cap and uh and i usually have a have a little dip of copenhagen in so i, I see myself with a lot more parallels to dale gribble than I do Hank Hill and you know what um, in no way is that depressing so we're doing some checkways today and I'm pretty sure my other pen rider is fucking with me either that or she just can't count I haven't decided yet because I'm very kind of OCD very particular when I'm bringing cattle to the scale I like a good round number so if it's ending in a five or a zero that's usually how I'm bringing them just because it makes it easier to add up your total head count at the end and so I these little heifers just depending on how long they've been here that when, when we're check weighing them 
I bring either 25 or 30 head, try to, every draft till you get down to the end, you know, and then you just bring what, whatever's left. But that's what I try to bring, 25 or 30. Not in between, just, just depending on the size of the heifers. That's what I'm trying to bring. And uh, a whole lot of 26s, <clears throat> uh, 29s, 32s. And uh, I thought I was going to develop a nervous tick while I was bringing them up there. But, like I said, I think she may just be trolling with me. So, I don't know if that was her <clears throat> intention. <laughs> well played, ma'am. Well played. So, like I said earlier, little Maggie's had too many oats here in the last little bit and uh so we've been kind of butting heads all morning she uh she seems to have forgot that when i'm on i'm on her back and in the saddle i own her head that's her nose is mine and uh so she she is not wanting to give her her nose very bad today and so because of that, the bridge of her nose is going to be a little sore in the morning because I've been pulling on it a little bit. And that's the good thing about a Bozelle is you can pull on their head quite a little bit more and uh, it'll heal up. But if you get in their mouth too much, uh, they, they don't. They become less responsive and uh, and just harder to work with. They uh, they get real high-headed because of the pressure of the the bit in their mouth. Wants them to a lot of times they'll want to toss their head, and they they do that as well with the Bozell. But any pressure you you put on the Makati when you're bringing that that rain. To your body is putting downward pressure well side pressure on their nose so it's I mean it's a double double edge deal and eventually it's gonna it's gonna irritate them enough that they, they will go ahead and give their nose and then once they do that you're you're in control and but you got to release as soon as they give it like right there you go right there she's tucking her chin to her chest right now which will help with the with her stop later on so eventually i'll be able to just lift the reins and she'll sit down and and slide to a stop that's that's the goal anyways so we're uh, we're getting there. She's wanting to go to the barn, of course. That's where the other horses are, and that's where feed is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten up on her feed for the next couple of days or so. And I'm gonna ride her a little bit more, and I think maybe this weekend I'm gonna go climb a hill with her. If you wanna talk about putting some wet saddle blankets on a horse? Go take them up the hill as fast as you can get them to go and still not, you know, not kill themselves. And then come back down just as, just as fast 
as you can and then there if their head's not just dragging the dirt when you get to the bottom turn around and go right back up and uh, especially if it's a good sandy or rocky hill just something they got to really work at and uh, that uh, it makes a makes a world of difference on a horse so if you can get that accomplished then then you're doing good and uh, my old man used to say sweat lubricates the brain of a horse and I, I think that's the best thing you can do is just put miles and work on them and then and the rest of it will come you know if they got they got a good mind to them and uh, you know and they're built right where they can take a little bit of abuse and I mean abuse by hard work I don't mean actual abuse uh, then yeah, you know, if they got a good mind and they're built decent enough to where they can they can go for a while, you can't ride them too much. And the more more time you you can put on them, and the more they sweat, the more the receptive they are to your cues. And and you gotta you gotta know when to be tough with them and when to when to reward them. And and it's all it's all pressure and release. As soon as they get just a little bit to your pressure, release it, and uh, next thing they know, next thing you know, they, they've got that figured out, and it doesn't take near as much pressure, and pretty soon they're just light as a bell. Well, I just got done putting cattle away. Maggie's going to stand tied away from the barn for a little bit, just because she's being a little bit of a turd today so I'm not done with her yet I don't know if I'll ride her anymore but she can at least stand tied and saddled for a little bit I got her right next right tied to a pen of Holstein heifers so they'll those heifers will come over and, and fuck with her a little bit and uh, that's good for them just anything out of their comfort zone just a little desensitizing so she's gonna stand there for a little bit it's gonna get hot today so I won't leave her leave her there for too long and uh, and she was she was agreeable after a while so it's not like she was just really being being a jackass so I'm gonna go to lunch and then I get done I will I'll uh, unsaddle her and that she can be done for the day but she uh she can sit and soak a little bit and be good for her give her time to think about stuff while she's uh while those heifers are in annoying the shit out of her so it'd be good young horses gotta love them it's uh it's neat watching the progress with them but they get to acting nice and then they have a day kind of like today where they're just they're feeling a little too good about themselves and you get frustrated but then you gotta remember she's only three years old or not quite three so there's a lot of give and take and uh and today was one of those those give days i had to give her a little discipline and uh 
and we'll see. I'll probably ride her again tomorrow, and we'll see how she does. So, anyhow, I'm gonna wrap there for the day. I think I think I've said all I need to say, and uh, hopefully, y'all enjoy. Once again, thanks for all the support, all the listens, all the all the activity on social media. There's uh, been a lot of traffic here lately, and uh, let's keep it up. Let's help this thing grow. Like I said, starting to get some attention, and I think we're getting ready to get get a pretty big audience, and uh, I, I really hope so. I just, I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying, enjoying everybody's input and feedback, and I've got some suggestions on stuff to talk about. I won't cover those today. Uh, but I'm gonna compile a bunch. I've got a, I've got the Great GIF War of 2019 going on my Facebook page. So uh, go check that out at Burning Daylight on Facebook. Uh, my personal page, Matt McKinley. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at mickermac85, and then the show page is at Burning Daylight. Uh, use the hashtag Burning Daylight when you're when you're talking about some cowboy shit and I'll uh and I will uh I will go check it out uh any other subjects you want me to talk about any song requests I've had a few of those as well uh just let me know see if I can't find them and if I like them I might play them uh this GIF ordeal I forgot to mention uh you'll have to go check it out so you can see what I did there, but responses are only in GIFs or GIFs, however you want to call it, but G-I-F. And uh, the one that makes me laugh the hardest, I will uh, give you a shout out on the show and then I'll send you a uh, free Don't Be a Gunsel sticker. And uh, so keep them coming. Uh, I could probably communicate in a group message with nothing but but gyps so i'm a big fan of them uh but go check that out go check out don't get gunsel give them a like uh check out their merch if you like it use the promo code burning daylight get 10 percent off and uh i think i'm gonna call it a day so uh you'll be safe out there uh don't be a dick and uh move your ass we're burning daylight out of Nashville here's your next big star he don't write the songs he sings but he knows the words by heart wears a cowboy hat and some tight blue jeans and he struts around the stage like he's the coolest thing you've ever seen oh you gotta love him he looks like a supermodel and knows how to strike a pose and he don't mind the makeup as long as no one knows He's got that crooked grin and talks with a southern drawl. Acts like Toby Keith, but sounds a lot like Tim McGraw. But if he's country, I'll kiss your ass. And throw all my Willie Nelson records in the trash. He's the same old shit in a slightly different bag. Oh, yeah, but if he's country, well, then country's pretty bad. 
don't watch CNT. No, that shit makes me sick. And that old Kenny Chesney, what a hypocrite. He'll swear he's country, but lives in the Caribbean. Sings all about the islands now, or what happened to the Tennessee. Oh, if he's country, I'll kiss your ass. And throw all my Johnny Cash records in the trash. He's all about image, cause image pays the bucks. Oh, but if he's country, well, then country really sucks. What happened to the outlaws who weren't afraid to cross the line? What happened to the working men who sang the truth about their troubled lives? raised in Georgia and no one red light town and my daddy picked guitar and every honky tonk around and he taught me all the good stuff that solid country gold but now I love it all from hip hop to rock and roll and if I ain't country well I don't give a damn my daddy taught me to be my own kind of man He said, son, you don't have to go along with the crowd all. Oh, so if I ain't country, well, I'm pretty freaking proud. Oh, I don't need their labels anyhow. 